Coach, I asked you what the host of this party was going to be serving up today. What's the drink of choice tonight? Well, you know, I, I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. Why not promote it? Try and get yourself a, a deal. So didn't we say a couple of weeks ago that's going to be our new Friday sound bites? Yeah. I just played it at 4 o'clock there. Maybe it needs to be 5 o'clock. Maybe we just need to play it multiple times throughout the day. I don't know. Sam Pittman, oddly enough, will be your sign on this show that it's the weekend. Well, you know, I, I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. <laughs> uh, what a guy. He's got a hog that lights up at night. In his uh, lake house out there in uh, Fayette. Well, I don't, not a, I can't remember which lake he has a uh, he has a house at. Well, it's right there by. Is it? It's pretty close to Fayetteville, obviously. Yeah, I, I was thinking. I don't think it's Beaver Lake, which is right there, just uh, what northeast of, of Fayetteville, a little bit. Um, but it's it's big. Like it's a big old statue out there. Big that he statue. Has. That the hogs have red eyes, right? Yeah, and there's yeah. like red LEDs. And around I think it. you can see it from uh, a lot of different places on the lake. When well, it's lit up. Well, I uh, I put that out there so I'm <laughs> find my way back to my house after I have missed a cold beer out on the lake. I'm not promoting it now. I ain't promoting, promoting it now. Well, you know I I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm gonna have one. I'm not promoting it now. I feel like he says that to a parent in a in-home recruiting visit yeah. if they ask him if he wants a cold beer. I like how it's uh, and this is not a new thing, but it's condensed to one word cold beer yeah. well there's no d in cold yeah. it's just cold beer yeah there's also not even a hyphen in there it's just cold beer and i don't even know if there's an l in it it's just cold <laughs> <Yeah>. beer <laughs> pretty uh, good how are you uh <laughs> here's a rhetorical question how you feel about the uh, men's basketball game tomorrow at iowa state 11 a.m on espnu uh i think they got a chance i think it's it's gonna be a <laughs> tell me if you've heard this before Going to be a close game down the stretch. Yeah. Right? In order, I'm already scared off. You don't even need to finish it. In order to win the game, they're going to have to, to do what? Make some tough shots. Because they don't, you know, it's, it's offensively, it's a grind. It's hard to get good looks. Um, hard to get points in the paint. It's, they need it to be a low-scoring game, and and hopefully they have a chance to to make a shot at the end to to win it. OU's three and twelve in the Big Twelve. Uh, Iowa State is thirteen and one in home games this year. And Hilton Coliseum, widely regarded as you know one of the best environments in the entire Big Twelve, and it'll probably be that way still even at eleven a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, tough uphill battle for uh, for everyone. Yep, the tough thing for uh, for Oklahoma, and, and they were a little bit better against against Tech, but you know you it's hard to win a a basketball game whenever you shoot thirty five percent from the floor. Um, you know, overall, that's not from three; that's that's from the field. So, and, and you know we we've been a little bit better with the assists and turnovers, like for the for the a big chunk of the conference slate. It's been we don't get many assisted buckets because we're a jump shot team. Um, you know we have to grind it uh, grind away on offense and usually settle for a bad look late in the in the shot clock. Not a lot of running up and down the floor, passing the ball, easy buckets. So assists are hard to come by, and 
turn the ball over too daggum much. Yeah. Well, women got a big game tomorrow, uh, 1 o'clock at home against Texas. Win that one, you might win the league in uh, year two of this new uh, of this new coaching staff. Be huge. Contrast in styles between the men and women. Um. Yeah. I mean, the <laughs> women are up and down, shooting it, scoring like crazy, and the men, well, just not so much. Yeah. It's tough. I, they're still. I know they're number one in the Big Twelve scoring, but I don't know where they rank in the country. But yeah, they're they're, they're up there, man. They're mm-hmm. up there. Two. They're number two in the country. Eighty-seven point six is the Iowa Hawkeyes. Eighty-six point seven for Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah. Well, they just put they put five players on the floor pretty much at all time that can that can score. Yep. That's not normally the case for uh, every basketball team, men's or women's. Like some can serve a role on the team, but they're not always going to be like, oh, OU has scores out there at all times. Yeah. They're, they're fun to watch. A lot of fun. Yeah. I, I think I don't know, it's kind of said the same thing all year. The style in which they play makes them incredibly dangerous in a tournament format because like, even if another team has a rotation or something defensively that they can maybe take advantage of, uh, you still are going to have to score a tremendous amount of points against Oklahoma uh, and able to to get it done. So you, you cannot have an off night because they're going to pour it in. So fun to watch. Yeah, I saw a uh, list earlier today. I believe it was on 24-7. Maybe it was on, on three of the 10 most hated football teams of all time. And the – okay, how, how about this? One OU team made the list. They were in the top 10. 85. For, for most hated team of all time. 85 is a good guess. You're going with like the Boz there and how yeah. hated he was. I think it was not 85. I think Boz was maybe even hated a little bit more in what, didn't 86 they go to Miami? Yeah, okay. And was the whole stadium yeah. was the bye-bye Bosworth. Though Boz had an awesome game that day. I believe that was 86. And they were calling his uh, hotel room the night before. It was the 2017 OU team that they said was a top 10 most hated football team of all time. Why? Because Baker planted the flag at Ohio State and Kirk Herbstreit got all offended and cried on air? Uh, Yeah, I think that that's exactly what the description said at the bottom. Still one of the most pathetic moments in college football. The fact that Baker Mayfield had to apologize for that, had to, what, sit out, not not – not start the next not game. Start, not, not get be to be a captain. a captain. Well, that was for the crotch grab, I guess. Okay. That he couldn't be a captain. Um, that, just ridiculous. I mean, come on. But, hey, um, usually whenever you have a character like that, the the folks that are fans of that team are going to absolutely love and support that group like no other true and everyone else like the better you are and the more brash you are about it the more they're going to hate you and I think that's kind of what you get with that 17 group yeah because outside of outside of Baker and which Baker's not a bad guy he's just competitive and likes to have fun like outside of him is is there 
Was there a bad guy on that team? No, and I, I'm I'm trying to think of anyone on that team that was unlikable. Um, 2017, Hollywood was likable. Mark Andrews, I think, is a likable NFL player yeah. now. CD is seems like a likable superstar. So yeah, just what, OU Rodney in Anderson general is is like the most quiet mannered, nice kid you could ever imagine. So just OU in general, and maybe this isn't a good thing. Maybe you want it the other way, but I can't think of an OU player here recently outside Baker that was. Dislike like Jalen Hurts, everyone loved him. Everyone loved Jalen Hurts. Yeah, you had to love Jalen Hurts, or you would have gotten canceled by uh, football fans everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, we haven't we haven't been good enough since then, since nineteen to have uh, a bunch of haters. You got to be really good to have haters, typically. Um. But Caleb Williams uh, got some, but most of them happen to be from Oklahoma uh, when it comes to the haters. Yeah, so. uh, yeah. I mean, even after the uh, first fingernail thing, which we found out about <laughs> that in the OU-Texas game, everyone was pretty cool with it. Now everyone hates it and makes fun of it every single time. In mm. fact, you talk about Kirk Herbstreet crying. Uh, Kirk Herbstreet was very upset on game day this year talking about uh, what uh, Carl's Jr. had on his fingernails this year. He basically said, like, Lincoln needs to get that in check. What are we What are we doing here? Come on. Shocker. Uh, was probably also silent on the fact that their rival, Ohio State's biggest rival, came in and beat them in their house and planted the flag. And I didn't see the uh, the pushback on that one. Guess after it happened once, it's no big deal. But I guess I'll ask the text line on this one, and and you can go with OSU and Texas teams if you like, or other rivals, whatever. But who is the single most uh, hated college football team that you've ever experienced in your entire life? It's hard to narrow it down for just one to meet. Like after the fact, I mean, it's easy to say now. Oh, oh five Texas for sure. Oh five Texas for sure. Like. Yeah, they won the national championship, but in that moment, after you had beat them five consecutive years, were they really the most hated team that you've ever experienced in your entire life? Maybe so. I I, I don't know, but I'm not trying to look at it as so much in hindsight, but like in the moment, how much I dislike well, them. If you are a Sooner fan that is like 45 years and older, it's most likely going to be Miami. A Miami team? Yeah. Well, I'm not. And mine still, mine still might be a Miami team. <laughs> right. In like 2002, I, I rooted hard for Ohio State in that national championship game because of my dislike for Miami. So that's the great thing about hating Miami is it spans multiple decades with OU fans. I'm just I'm trying to think, you know, I Kansas State is kind of hard to hate, right? I think a lot of people hated Baylor during the Bryles period. Oh, totally. That's a good one. Yeah, OU fans definitely did. I think TCU fans absolutely did. Yeah, for sure. So you got like Miami, LSU, uh, Baylor. Like there's there's a short list right of teams if you're talk if you're not talking about Texas. 1986 Miami was number one. I think a lot of yeah. OU fans in that demographic that you're saying might say that one. USC in 2005 was number two. Because they're really good. Auburn yep. in 2010 was number three. That's more of an SEC thing. That's more really. of a Cam Newton thing, I think. Uh, Florida State in 2014 uh, was four. Yes, that is. With Jameis, who was suspended for a game and still out there warming up in full pads. 
Florida in 96 was five. Yeah. Okay, Spurrier. Uh, OU in uh, 2017 was actually number six. Ohio State in 2002 was number seven. No, that's wrong. Everyone was rooting for Ohio State that year over Miami. Um, Notre Dame in 93 was eight. Well, if you got uh... – was was there a was the O two Miami team on there? Or was that one that you said? That you, was you, one I said. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, and, and yeah. I think a lot of people probably felt the same way. Uh, so if you had two teams that were hated as much as those two were, it's probably like the highest rated national championship ever because that's what we do. We cannot turn away from things that we hate. Uh, Notre Dame in '93 with uh, Lou Holt. A uh, and M in 2012. That's a good one with Johnny Manziel. Maybe more so uh, no. in 2013. Yes. After yeah. exactly what I was about to say. 2012. I think everyone was like excited about like this kid and how he plays, and didn't really know a whole lot about the antics yet. And as that kind of boiled over there. The next year, for sure, 13 a UCF in 2017 after they claimed the uh, <laughs> national championship. That They should not be on there. Come on. Camo Sooner, 90s Nebraska teams were the worst. Yeah, well, what year was it where they tried to finally start talking trash? Was that 89 or was that 86? Oh, you're talking about the year where it was a game in Lincoln and they basically said they almost like guaranteed they were going to win. Their, yeah. their quarterback, I think. Yeah. Started, yeah, maybe 86. Uh, it's like the first time. Oh, you definitely won that game. I know that. Yeah. It's it's like the first time where Nebraska kind of stepped outside of, like Oklahoma was always the bad boys, and Nebraska was like trying to they answer that, that a little yeah. bit. It didn't work out well. Had some quotes there leading up to the game. 1945, Oklahoma A&M, <laughs> 918, I still hate Baylor. Yeah. 580, the late 80s, Miami Hurricanes. Yeah. Most hated team, says the 310, any of the Texas teams with Sam Ellinger on it. Oh, my gosh. I saw this, this tweet from Tattoo Baker last night that was so funny. It said um, it, was, it was a Texas – someone was tweeting about Sam Ellinger and in Texas A&M. I can't remember what it was like. Maybe like there's there's been no player in Texas A&M history to have like whatever these these stats are. Yeah. And Tattoo Baker quote tweeted and said there's been no other Texas player in history that's lost to four different Oklahoma quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like uh, no A&M player has ever scored the amount of touchdowns that Sam Ellinger did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he said no Texas player has ever lost to uh, four different Love Oklahoma that. quarterbacks. Tattoo Baker, loyal uh, listener of the ref. Big fan of him. Uh, let's see. Most hated team. Yeah, I read that. Boise State is on here. Bryles era Baylor squads were unlikable on and off the field. Yep. Miami for me, says Greg and Lawton, bunch of pain in those days. Mm-hmm. Oregon says the 503. I was at that game in 06 and I'm still pissed off about it. Um, Ohio State, 918. Back in the 80s, everyone trash talked. I didn't think twice about it. 87 was the OU Nebraska game you're thinking of. 87, by the way. yeah. Um, that list is way too influenced by recency bias. I agree with that, by the sure. way. Well, I mean, it's it's hard to – without having lived it, it's hard to go back in time, even by reading articles and watching games, it's hard to capture, like, what the overwhelming just general 
you know, um, water fountain talk is about a team, right? So it's hard to hard to capture any time that you didn't live in and, and know who the most hated teams are. You can look at them and and maybe say some things that you've heard, but not like being in it and talking about it on a day to day basis. It's hard to really pluck anything out of there. You know, re- there was too much recency bias on there, and this is recency bias, but. I think last year's USC team could have uh, maybe fallen in the top ten. For Oklahoma fans, for sure. Well, OU fans in the top five. But I still think even national, like SEC fans, still believe that he ran from the SEC, so they automatically hate him and make fun of him. <sighs> what I, I think it was more national, the dislike for USC, than maybe, maybe we even realize. Yeah. At least I hope so. I mean, it's, it's pretty – uh, you can go by era by era and find I uh, typically maybe the most hated team of a decade by finding who was the best team of a decade, you know? Well, that's how I operate as a kid. Miami was really good, hated Miami. USC got really good, hated <laughs> USC, you know? Kansas City Chiefs got good. That's why I hate the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, exactly. Now, now I, you still hate the Dallas Cowboys, and they haven't been good that. since the '90s. That's a different thing. Maybe the maybe the seed was planted all those years ago. Oh, here's a good one: Penn State, the year in the '80s that OU beat them in the Orange Bowl after Paterno had bad mouth Switzer. Yeah. What was that quote? Uh, this, some other guy we won't talk about, or something like that. Yeah, but the, what was he saying? The, this game needs less Barry Switzers or something, something, like, something, that. something like that. Yeah. Let her rip less miles. Yeah, the 3 OSU teams, pretty high up there. Yeah, for sure. And you can kind of uh, just follow any Nick Saban team. A lot right? of Tebow Gators on here, too. I get that. I mean, I can understand. Number one, I, it's weird that you had maybe one of the uh, – the best all-around people to ever play college football in Tim Tebow was the leader and best player on a team that had a pile of some of the worst players. Oh my gosh, that's a yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you've got this this dichotomy, and it makes Tebow it just because of some of the other players on the team and, and the goings on down there in Florida at the time. It made Tim Tebow look like. A hypocrite, right? Like sure. he's he's saying all these things, and and look at the team, like it's that just is a true. Weird he came out on the uh, other side of that one, like he walked into Florida as a good guy, he left Florida as a good guy, mm-hmm. surrounded by all that. Then maybe he just is the best guy ever. Yeah, well, <laughs> I did think how he did Aaron it. Hernandez and Urban Meyer. Oh man, oof! I, there's there's a lot of people that that do not like Tim Tebow, and I totally understand it, and I I was that way for a long time because it's you get this feeling like there's no way like the dude is a fraud. There's no way that someone is that nice and that positive and that thoughtful. Like it's good to be positive, but when you're that positive all the time, people get tired of it, right? It's like, dude, you got to turn it down a notch, but. He has stayed true from all the way back whenever everyone first figured out who he is to who he is now. Like, he has never deviated. He's been – it's 
it took maybe 20 years or 15 years, but it's totally authentic. Oh, you Mitchell, thank rare. you. Paterno was asked why he hadn't retired. His response was he wasn't about to leave college football in the hands of Barry Switzer and Jackie Sherrill. Ah, oh, man. How about Which that? We're, we're big Jackie Sherrill fans on this radio program. Jackie Sherrill. Yeah, fascinating. He's got some, uh, he's got some doozies. The one time – I think he was at Mississippi State, and he had the – Ag department there, I think it was Mississippi State, bring out a a bull and castrate it on the practice field in front of his players for some <laughs> unknown reason. There was a message in there somewhere, just nobody got it. That right. Day. <laughs> Jeez. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is the ref. You'll feel good about Landers. How good? Huge Silverado selection good. And our best deals every day good. Like up to $6,500 off MSRP on select 2022 Silverados with a 2.7 liter engine. And $2,500 off MSRP on the new 2023 Malibu. So let us show you just how good your experience can be at Landers Chevrolet of Norman and LandersChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must finance with GM Financial. For well-qualified buyers, WAC. Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you too. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Don't miss your chance to catch the number one ranked Oklahoma Sooners softball team this spring. The Omni Hall of Fame Classic Tournament at USA Softball Hall of Fame Stadium in OKC will take place March 17th through the 19th. Tickets start at just $20 and are available now at Soonersports.com slash tickets. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress-up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. What does the 50th anniversary of Title IX mean? It means I'm valued. I'm empowered. I can do anything. It means I'll pave the way for every girl who plays high school sports in the future. Just like every female student, coach, official, and administrator blazed the trail for me. Because every student deserves the opportunity to play. Encourage girls you know to participate in Oklahoma high school sports. This message presented by the OSSAA and the Oklahoma Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 
Sooner Nation, don't miss your chance to catch double the sports action with this exclusive basketball ticket offer. For a limited time, you can purchase four tickets for $40 to the Sooner Men's Basketball Game versus TCU on March 4th. With your ticket purchase, you'll also receive same-day access to the Sooner Men's Gymnastics Meet versus Michigan. To purchase this special offer, visit Soonersports.com slash hoops or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. The word is spreading and the ref army is growing. All right, man, you heard it. Let's move, 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 move. Find your Sooner coverage fix with the home of Sooner fans on your favorite social media platform for questions of the day, upcoming show interviews, show highlights, and more. Oh, look at that, an alert. I'm probably trending already. Search for KREF Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. It is the rush on a Friday. We're inside the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios. It's time for our Under the Radar segments brought to you by Board Street Ventures. Board Street Ventures is a venture capital firm that provides funding and guidance for promising under-the-radar Sooner startups. Learn how you can help support OU innovation at BoydStreetVentures.com. Here's what we're going to do today for our under-the-radar segment. Now, we spent enough time over the past month saying how manageable OU's football schedule is in 2023. So maybe this is going to be a tough uh, ask here. Mm. But I have the schedule pulled up right in front of you. You tell me the under-the-radar, mm, maybe kind of sneaky tough game for OU in 2023. Cincinnati. Why Cincinnati? Because um, it's hard to play in front of 29,000 no, fans? I think just because we, we're going to have – we're going to be coming off of three easy non-conference games. Um, at least they should be easy non-conference games. It's Cincinnati's – First Big 12 game. Yep. Uh, they're hosting it. Their athletic department is going to be like this is a this is a big deal for Cincinnati. Oh, it's their biggest regular season game since who knows the last time they got to play Ohio State twenty years ago, probably. Yeah, it, it's it, this is a big deal for them, and it's going to be. You know, all kind, of, all the alumni, everyone's going to be back, and and they're going to pump it up. And I bet they've never hosted a blue blood program unless it's been Ohio State. So you could make an argument to your point that this is the highest caliber program that's ever played on campus at Cincinnati. And you know, that was like a that was a nine and four football team from a year ago. Uh, you know, I, I know that they've they've lost guys, and you know the. Probably it's going to be difficult to replace them, but I, I I don't know. I would say I would say that game because everyone else you kind of know what you're going to get, and it's early enough. Let me pull up their schedule. It's early enough to where maybe you don't have the the full picture of who who they are. Uh, they do play at Pitt, Eastern Kentucky at Pitt, Miami of Ohio at home before hosting Oklahoma. Should at least be two and one at least. So I. You're not going to ha- maybe have the full picture of exactly what you're up against. Um, I, I, as the season goes on, like, like last year, we played, we played Kansas late enough to where they couldn't creep up on us, right? Kansas had the best season they've had in, in well over a decade, 15 years. 
but they played us late enough to where uh, we weren't, you know, same old Kansas team. Game no day had already deal. been to Lawrence by the time yeah. you played them, sure. So the longer the season goes on, it's harder for something to be under the and radar. And you weren't in a position, I think it works both ways. KU didn't sneak up on you, and OU is not in a position to sleepwalk through. <laughs> no any, doubt. They were looking for their first lead in about four weeks when they played Kansas. No doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a good one, Cincinnati. I mean, there's not a whole lot to choose from, honestly. The direction I was going was the road game at Kansas because, you know, Leipold had, what, a big win in his first year over Texas, six wins last year, almost won his bowl game. I, I think it's, like, fair to wonder what step he can make in year three with the quarterback returning because he's made such big strides in the first two years. What might he do in year three with this quarterback returning? I'm not going to project that they are playing in a Big 12 championship game, but uh, could they win seven or eight games this year? I, I think that could be on the table for KU. Yeah. No, and um, I, whenever you look at their schedule, they've got Missouri State, Illinois. Illinois is going to be a tough game. Uh, at Nevada. They BYU at home, at Texas, UCF, Oklahoma State, like – I don't know exactly what their record is going to be by the time they play us, but you're right with with the quarterback that they've got coming back. I mean, you didn't have to face him last year. He he is legit, and he's kind of our Achilles heel, a guy that can run around and create plays with his legs at quarterback. So, yeah, I think um, I think that's a good one. You know, that the home games in in Lawrence. At least last year were different than anything. We've I know. Normally in a they're long sleepy. Time. It's like you you really didn't even with KU being so bad. It felt like no one ever went up there and played well. They won, and they might even win convincingly, but they'd have to pull away late. It's just it's hard, man. Like eleven a.m. and it's always like overcast and cold there with some precip. Uh, at least for OU, it's just hard to go up there and play well. But, uh, yeah, I, I would think they do, would do a much better job with attendance going I, into this year. Here's a great example of hard to play well. Oklahoma, I believe, was – were we undefeated? How many – we lost two games in 2017. We lost to Georgia. What else did we lose? 2017, they lost to Iowa State the week Iowa before State. Texas. Okay, so we we have one loss and we go on the road to KU as the number four team in the country. Uh, they at that time they beat Southeast Missouri State in the in the first game of the year and then lost everything right up to Oklahoma. And the beginning of that game, I, they even riled us up at kickoff, and it took us a good portion of that game to really start to separate and it's assert true. ourselves. It was 7-0 at the end of the – after the first quarter, uh, which, you know, you would not expect from the number four team in the country and a team that has one win over Southeast Missouri State. So Well, the last time you were there, they should have beat you. Right. Well, no doubt. Patrick says, I don't care what anyone says. Jackson Arnold needs lots of snaps this year. No red shirt. That'll be interesting to see how they approach that. Um, I think the better he is, and this is not any uh, big revelation to anyone, but the better he is, the 
unless you care about the red shirt, right? Yeah. You know, it's just kind of kind of how it goes. Now, if he's a guy that you feel like, listen, he gives us a shot. He's if we if we absolutely have to put him in there, he's going to develop and he's athletic enough to give us a chance. Like you you would prefer him to save that year. I mean, it's if you got a quarterback that's good though, they're not going to be there. Three for the year, four he'll be five. a three year yeah. starter and he'll be out of here. Yeah, right. for sure. Uh, that's our under the radar segment brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures. Boyd Street Ventures is a venture capital firm that provides funding and guidance for promising under-the-radar Sooner startups. Learn how you can help support OU Innovation at BoydStreetVentures.com. Yeah, I, I think there were two obvious choices. You took one, I took the other. That's just the uh, just another element of the SEC schedules is, you know, a road game at Ole Miss, whereas this year we would say, that might be your toughest game of the year. I think it would be your toughest game of the year this year, Ole Miss. And I don't think Ole Miss is going to be necessarily some great team, but it'd be the toughest game on this schedule. Moving forward, it's going to be about your fifth or sixth toughest game on your schedule, and that's what you're looking at as an under-the-radar tough game. Well, it would be the hardest game on our schedule as we look at it right now. Uh, And I've said this, like there's going to be someone on this schedule emerge that ends up being a really like like what TCU was last year. There's someone like that every year in the Big Twelve. Not to that level, right. but I see what like you're we, saying. No one expected him to be, you know, playing for a Big Twelve championship, much less a, a national championship. There'll be someone like that next year. Maybe it's UCF. Maybe it's um, like Oklahoma State, who I don't think anyone expects anything big from right now. So like that's going to happen. So. That well, you had me on that one until you said Oklahoma State. Hey. I just I can't I can't see no, that one. I, I get it. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hit some things that caught my eye next. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Listen up, folks. Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman is ready to hire you. The construction is starting on our new service facility, so we're looking to hire service technicians now. This is a huge opportunity for anyone looking for a career with guaranteed growth potential. We offer sign-on bonuses, excellent benefits, and fast-track training. Our goal is to help you succeed. Call Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman or go to LandersCDJRNorman.com today. You're simply the best. Riverwind is the best place to play this February. With all of your favorite games and the best service. Plus our $75,000 Love to Get Away giveaway. Earn entries for your chance to win cash, prizes, and travel vouchers. And five times entries on Thursdays and Sundays with drawings on the 11th and 25th. So if you want to get away, it's time to come to Riverwind. You're simply the best. Sooner Nation, don't miss your chance to catch double the sports action with this exclusive basketball ticket offer. For a limited time, you can purchase four tickets for $40 to the Sooner Men's Basketball Game versus TCU on March 4th. With your ticket purchase, you'll also receive same-day access to the Sooner Men's Gymnastics Meet versus Michigan. To purchase this special offer, visit Soonersports.com hoops or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. All right, man, you heard him. Let's move, 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 move. Find your Sooner coverage fix with the home of Sooner fans on your favorite social media platform for questions of the day, upcoming show interviews, show highlights, and more. Oh, look at that, an alert. 
I'm probably trending already. Search for KREF Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Parents, do you want your team to be a safe driver? Enroll them today in Oklahoma's free online Work Zone Safe course for teen drivers at www.workzonesafe.com. Your team will learn to be a safe driver in a work zone and be eligible to win scholarships, sports tickets, and more. Visit www.workzonesafe.com to learn more and enroll your team today. Workzonesafe.com. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives. This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. The law firm of Ward & Glass has been serving Norman and the state of Oklahoma since 1998. Ward & Glass has built a reputation based on thorough preparation, attention to detail, ethical strength, and professionalism. We are your community law firm and have consultants to handle all types and sizes of legal issues. Call Ward & Glass at 405-360-9700 and put their 100 years of practicing law the right way to work for you. Or visit us online at wardglasslaw.com. West Yalagosny Law is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. If you've been hurt in a wreck and you don't know who to trust, take a look at the client reviews at WYG. If you want a lawyer that clients trust, then trust WYG. West Yalagosny Law, 405-800-8080. That's 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is. I'll start here. Uh, Tennessee baseball, uh, really good program. They've got it rolling right now. Their hmm, head coach, manager. Why is it? Is Tony. It, is it head coach in, in college baseball? Yeah, but it's manager in Major League Baseball. Don't huh. ask me why. Interesting. Uh, Vitello uh, is self-imposed suspension for tampering. For a player that they got from Kansas, that isn't even eligible to play yet. Nice. Um, so he's already the most disliked uh, head baseball coach oh, yeah. in the SEC, and they're pretty cocky. Yeah, very. They didn't even make it to Omaha last year, which a lot of people love. And they were number one most of the year. So mm-hmm. who was it that beat them in that? Uh, it was a big deal. I, I was, it was Notre Dame, right? That's right. It was yeah. Notre Dame. Oh, you beat Notre Dame. Exactly right. Um, yeah. So he's uh, he's sitting out this weekend series that they've got going on uh, while the NCAA sniffs around, which is never a good thing. So yeah, Tennessee that, that's one of the programs they don't want the uh, NCAA sniffing around. N- no doubt. I don't know why they didn't just say, uh, "Sorry, 
we appeal, not sitting out, not doing anything. We refuse to comply. That's the way handle handle the NCAA uh, these days. All right. Um, the only other one I've got. There's a report mm. in the Athletic, which when it rains, it pours. That Russell Wilson pushed to have Seattle Seahawks coach Pete Carroll fired before his departure from Seattle and also uh, was pushing to get fired the general manager, John Schneider, um, to try and get them to hire Sean Payton, which obviously Sean Payton is there in Denver now. But um, pretty pretty big report there from The Athletic. Now, as you can imagine, Russell Wilson has come out and totally denied that. Never wanted them fired. All any of us wanted was to win. I'll always have respect for them and love for Seattle. Did he ever come out and say anything about the whole uh, charity thing? I, I never saw anything about that. I think I think he released like a, uh, or he like I think he like retweeted a statement from oh, okay. the foundation or something like that. I don't. But but you're right, know. man. When it rains, it pours, and I, I think for the most part, league wide, he was a. Pretty well like guy a year ago. I don't know if the, the like Richard Sherman's been pretty outspoken about how he wasn't crazy about him, but just the league wide perception, I feel like it was fine. It's completely turned in a year's time. He's turned into one of the most disliked players in the league, I feel like. Yeah, and it all starts from that stupid Mr. Unlimited uh commercial or video, whatever that was. That's what started the whole thing. And Not wrong about that. Deservedly so. So, you want a sweet story on this Friday? I actually yeah. have a couple sweet stories okay. for you today. A.J. McCarron. You want to talk about an unlikable guy in Russell Wilson? Here's a likable guy with A.J. McCarron. So, he chose to start in the XFL for mm-hmm. less money than being a backup in the NFL to create memories for his boys. He said, quote, My six-year-old loves watching tape of me on YouTube. That's a big reason why I chose to return this way. I probably could have tried to come back with an NFL team and had a chance to probably make bigger money, but no one knows what the future holds. I'm enjoying this, and it's a great way to create some memories for me and my boys. Awesome. That's cool, isn't it? No, nope, I love it. Um, I, it it's, that's got to be cool. You know, it's, it's rare – you got to have kids young at most positions in the NFL if you want to have your kids out there on the field with you. And I mean, like, really young. Average NFL career is three years. So, um, you know, as a quarterback, guys stick around quite a bit longer, and you can have some kids that are old enough to know kind of what's happening out there. So that's really cool. Um, And, you know, he's made a ton of money. Probably could continue to make more. He'll have plenty of opportunities, but it's just fun to play football. Another sweet story for you, uh, Joe Montana revealed on uh, NFL Films that during games he figured out that he can call outside the stadium if he hit nine before, I guess. So <laughs> apparently he used to call his wife from the sidelines just to tell her that he loved her during football games. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, I know, making us, the rest of us make, look like jerks, right? Hall of Famer. Instantly makes the rest of NFL history look horrible. Uh, Chris Beard could be a candidate at the Ole Miss uh, for the Ole Miss opening. Ole Miss just fired their head basketball coach, and there's some thought that Chris Beard could be a candidate for it, and he's going to be a head coach in the sport as soon as next season. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know enough of 
how that whole situation has developed. I know right away he and his attorney, which I know this isn't a big shot, but he and his attorney were adamant that the charges were going to be dismissed. But I don't, I don't know where it's gone since then. I know Texas, uh, obviously, it was enough for them to part ways. Regardless of how you feel, he's going to be a head coach soon. Like it, love it, or hate it, that's just, that's just kind of how it is. That's it. At least I believe that. And um, I, from what we've had in basketball this year with sh- shootings and murders and New Mexico State and all that stuff, I mean, it's not a shock that he's going to have a job somewhere. Last one I have, Michael Lawford, who is the yeah. AD at Florida State. He was at OU for a, for a bit as well. He was posed an interesting question, uh, I think it was this week, how much money would it cost Florida State to leave the ACC? Apparently that number would cost Florida State somewhere in the neighborhood of $120 million to bail from the ACC, but apparently Alford said that Florida State creates about 15% of the revenue for the ACC, but only returns 7% which has led to a resource gap. He said, quote, at the end of the day, if something's not done, we cannot be $30 million behind every year compared to our peers. So this just kind of gets the thought process moving forward now. A, a program like Florida State, you know, they're, they're seeing OU and Texas move to another league, USC, UCLA. They're about to make all this, uh, all this money. Florida State's producing all this revenue for the ACC, but only making about half of that. Like, when did Florida State and Clemson start to think, hmm, uh, maybe we need to get into to a conference and not be playing from behind, like, you know, against everyone else in, in the Southeast? Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, people really in action don't like the redistribution of wealth, Tyler. Yep. You know, and. That's just you, – you look at the, the, the conference realignment stuff and that's kind of what it, what it boils down to. Oklahoma and Texas generated far more than what Florida's percentage they're generating, like what they're returning. Like the discre- discrepancy for Oklahoma and Texas was, was massive. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's understandable that they're starting to have that conversation. The problem is – I think the the ACC's deal. I, I know it's he mentions 120 million, but this is why I I never understand why people do this to themselves. The ACC signed like a like a 30 year year media rights deal or something stupid. I don't know why they they do that to themselves. Crazy. I do wonder um, how you know Clemson has kind of fallen off a little bit. We'll see what happens. But how does this affect? How does OU and Texas to the SEC affect their next 10 years of their football program? How does it affect Florida State? How does it affect Miami? Because the bottom line is not going to be the same as these SEC schools. The SEC schools are going to have the SEC pitch that those three schools won't. I just wonder how much that's going to affect those three schools moving forward. Yeah, I don't know. So when does the SEC's new deal start? Is it 25 or is it 24? I think it's – I want to say it's 24 – because their new yeah. deal is with ESPN, right? Exclusive. So the two thirty, yeah. you know, games are going to be on ESPN instead of CBS, I believe. Right. Yeah. It's which that's the one thing that ESPN's gotten right. They cannot get their daily programming right, but in terms of uh, live events, that was that was good on them for getting the SEC, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. yeah, it was. 
All right, uh, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. You'll feel good about Landers. How good? Huge Silverado selection good. And our best deals every day good. Like up to $6,500 off MSRP on select 2022 Silverados with a 2.7 liter engine. And $2,500 off MSRP on the new 2023 Malibu. So let us show you just how good your experience can be at Landers Chevrolet of Norman and LandersChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must finance with GM Financial. Well-qualified buyers, WAC. Victory Family Church. It's more than just a church. It's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now celebrate with six opportunities every Sunday morning, starting as early as 8.30 a.m. and the final service at 3 p.m. Learn more about service times and everything going on with Pastor Adam and the church at victoryfamily.church. That's victoryfamily.church. Check out our campuses in Newcastle, Chickasha, and Shawnee. Victory Family Church, online at victoryfamily.church. This is Mark Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain head ball coach. We know Van Hoos Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs. Whether it's a new install or repair work, let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource. Call us today at 405-735-1167. Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. When you have suffered a major loss, your head might be spinning. So many things can run through your mind. Is my family safe? How am I going to rebuild? Which restoration company will I be working with? After you've determined your family is safe, you should call Brown O'Haver. They will help you with the major questions you'll be facing. They will educate you on insurance claims, how to rebuild, and determine what is salvageable before someone else tells you or bills you for your own property. 405-735-5510 is the number you need to call after you've suffered a loss. Hey, this is Daniel Laughlin, the Energy Efficiency and Solutions Specialist at OEC, and we want to give you some tips on ways to make your energy bills more manageable these next few months. First, take advantage of the sun's heat by opening your home's blinds and or curtains during the day. Lower your thermostat a few degrees. You can cut heating costs 4 to 8% for each degree lower. Finally, find and seal leaks around window casings and doors. OEC members can also visit our website to apply for a free home energy audit. Find more tips at okcoop.org. Are you tired of long pharmacy lines and sitting in the drive-thru forever? Then you should visit Dave's Health Mart, your community pharmacy located right in the heart of Norman. Locally owned for 10 years, Dave's Health Mart provides fast and friendly service with a personal touch. Drive-thru service, delivery, medication, consultations, compounding, and immunizations with Norman pharmacists that you can trust. Dave's Health Mart is located at 329 North Porter, 405-360-8882. Dave's Health Mart, caring for you and about you. We are the Carlstone, a 55-plus active living community in Norman, Oklahoma. Make new friends or reconnect with old ones. Start a brand new hobby or rediscover the things you've always loved. At the Carlstone, our professional and caring staff members have over 80 years of combined experience, and we strive to keep our members healthy and happy. Call or visit us online today and start living your best life at the Carlstone. 
Hey Sooners, did you know you can use your IRA or 401k to support OU while seeking above average returns? Boyd Street Ventures supports OU in Oklahoma by creating economic opportunities for students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Boyd Street Ventures invests in innovative startups by providing initial investments, strategic guidance, operational support, and help in raising additional capital to launch a company. Boyd Street Ventures can help you through the process of Sooners empowering Sooners and investing in OU innovation. For more info, go to BoydStreetVentures.com. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Oklahoma. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Serving in Afghanistan, I was shot in the head by sniper fire. I was given a 5% chance to live. I'm Adam Alexander, and I'm a veteran. Today, I visit classrooms and share my story. I tell kids that with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge. DAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is being there for the next generation. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. Text line says Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina, Virginia Tech to SEC. Let's go. League will fold. Won't owe a dime. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that? Florida there, State and Clemson, sure. But be, North be, Carolina doesn't do a whole lot for me, to be honest. And Outside of going to Blacksburg. Uh, a time for a game. I'm even okay on that one. So, okay. The new media deal for the SEC does begin next season, 2024. Um, projected to pay between $1.1 billion and $1.3 billion in distribution to member universities. You divide 1.3 by 16, you get $81 million like uh, to each team. Now, Oklahoma and Texas – not going to get the full amount the first two years, and I think that's, you know, goes back to paying the the Big Twelve for the early exit. Um, but I I I don't know. I they've got a new media deal that's set to start. Like, what is there an appetite appetite to add even more teams to that? Not I don't right. know. It doesn't feel like it right now, does it? I don't know. I it, it's it's hard to know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what that would do to the revenue. I don't know what ESPN would say about that. I don't know enough of the deets, but it sounds like the Pac-12's situation is getting worse by the day. Oh, my gosh. What's the latest report now? It's uh, Ion TV, I-O-N, Ion TV, something like that? Spin that one. I've never even heard of that. Spin that into a, a, an exciting position for the Pac-12. Hey, Ion guys, TV. Ion TV, come on, let's go. <laughs> hey, I got an idea. How about uh, Flow Sports? Could, oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going to get enough Flow Sports this weekend, which, by the way, OU softball just won 8 nothing. The matchup of the two Titans coming up on Sunday afternoon. OU and UCLA. Woo, buddy. Flow Sports. You can uh, watch every Pac-12 football game just uh, $350 a month. That's all it is. And the broadcasters (laughs) will never actually be on site. They'll be in their underwear in the living room. Uh, That's good stuff. All right. 
we got to hit a timeout. We got the final hour of the week coming up next. We'll be taking text messages, plenty of good stuff to get into. Stay with us one more hour. <laughs> 